Thanks for joining us here on Pretty Spiritual, where we're attempting the unthinkable about how to navigate this messy, beautiful, imperfect life with spiritual tools, what, principles, and our own personal stories. So we're not experts. We're not religious. We're definitely silly. We're honest, real, and willing to share. So join us as we connect, bond, and grow together. Hello out there and welcome back to us all. Hello. Welcome. Hi, I'm Lindsay Pony, also known as Pony. As Ponita. You, Ponita. Pones. I, many names. Poners. And I'm just explaining it because <laughs> <laughs> Poners is my favorite. <laughs> uh, so that you might um, identify my voice and know that it is me. And over here to my right, per usual. Annie. And over here to my left. Ella. Hey, everyone. Oh, hi. Just so you can picture us, we sit in kind of a triangle so we can see each other while we're recording. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for joining us. We've been covering some heavy topics lately, and it feels really good to have the option to move into acceptance right now about it all. What does that even mean? Acceptance. Simply put, acceptance is an option for when I am fighting with reality. As with most fights with reality, I usually tire out before reality ever does. With mysterious virtues and ideals, I like to explore what they are not first. Acceptance is not that we are okay with what is happening. It does not mean we suddenly agree with what is happening. Acceptance is not an act of passivity, nor is it an act of failure. Acceptance is an act of wisdom, so it is. Acceptance is an act of wisdom of agreeing to start our efforts at where we actually are and considering what actually is. Whether we like it or not, there is space for it all when we accept what is. I still question it. I'm like, really? It doesn't sound right. (sighs) With that general description in mind, let's get into our own stories and experiences with acceptance or non-acceptance or what is unacceptable. Most days, whatever is happening in front of my face, I'm finding it unacceptable and then I'm just trying to torture karate chop other people around me into making it acceptable. Side (laughs) note, therapy's good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was a deep dive. Uh, Ella, maybe bring us to the surface with some of your experience around acceptance. Oh, I would love to. Thank you, Lindsay. That was so great. And thanks for offering that clarifying point that um, acceptance doesn't mean we're condoning something. It doesn't mean that we like what's happening or agree with it. And to me, that I think that's what makes acceptance feel just so counterintuitive as a spiritual stance is like, if I accept it, then I'm agreeing with it or saying it's okay or... I'm saying that this is fine. Stamp of approval. Exactly. And and for me, that can range from feeling stupid to physically and emotionally dangerous, you know? And so acceptance can be this thing that feels really, nope, shut it down. 
I think that especially those of us who have experiences with trauma can have that kind of a reaction where the idea of acceptance feels terrifying. Mm -hmm. And the area where I've been getting the most practice with it lately is uh, with my body and uh, a physical illness, a chronic illness I have, and all of the attitudes and core beliefs that come up around it. It helps me enormously to be reminded that the human brain is literally programmed to try to get pleasure, to seek pleasure out whenever possible, and to have aversion to unpleasant things. (laughs) If you notice yourself doing that, you're in really good company with all the rest of us around. Gosh, it, it just helps me to remember that if that's how human brains are programmed, it's not bad or wrong for me to feel led toward pleasurable things and feel like I want to get away from the unpleasant ones. It's just human biology. I was about to say geography. I was like, that is the wrong word. (laughs) For me, how this looks is physically, my body feel, I feel unpleasant sensations. And that's not fun, but the real suffering comes from all the thinking that gets added to that primary experience of unpleasant. In Buddhism, that is called, this primary experience of suffering is, you know, like our direct contact with the physical sensations in our own bodies that are unpleasant. That's the first arrow. And then the second arrow slash third, fourth, fifth, however however many I can add, are all the ways that I make myself bad or wrong for having that primary experience of suffering. If my body hurts and I find it unpleasant, that's the first arrow. And then if my mind is saying things like, you should know how to deal with this by now, or you're dropping balls, or you're letting people down, you're doing it wrong, it's your fault you're sick. Those are all the arrows that I that I can uh, direct at myself beyond just this very physical experience of suffering. When I'm angling for acceptance, it's not just for that first arrow, it's for all the ones that I'm adding to the first arrow, the second, third, fourth, fifth. And for me, that's where... That's where it starts, where the rubber really hits the road in terms of acceptance. And it's getting it's getting more natural and more kind of second nature to allow and accept the physical discomfort. But accepting my humanness and all of these other arrows I've launched at myself, it, that's where it really, that's where the work is for me right now is how can I accept that I've launched these arrows and not make myself bad for doing it. And I know that as soon as, I think a lot of people have this experience, as soon as I started looking at the second arrow, what I was seeing was how I, there was immediately a third arrow where it was like, but I'm judging myself. Oh, I'm judging myself for judging my, it's just like, oh my God, stop. (laughs) So, whew. Infinity arrows, yeah, mm-hmm. arrows to infinity. <laughs> anyway, that you know, we'll 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 get in there. But um, Annie, what do you what have you got to say about acceptance? Thanks, Ella. I was picturing you as a castle and this fleet of warriors launching arrows at your castle. Only it's yourself launching the arrows at yourself. Yeah, secret self Mm. warrior. Your castle. 
Thanks for this topic, Lindsay. I know we all talk about acceptance all the time in various ways and forms. (laughs) Also, just to reiterate, I am a big fan of the concept that acceptance doesn't mean we love what's happening. It doesn't mean I'm putting a gold star on things. It doesn't mean that I am saying, yes, this is totally okay. I'm a feel-good girl. (laughs) I think I'm always supposed to feel terrific. I think everybody else is happier if I'm presenting as feeling terrific. So even if I don't feel terrific, I put on the terrific show. For the first few years of my spiritual journey, I thought if I couldn't accept life as it was, or if I was unhappy, then I was doing things wrong. You know, maybe I wasn't spiritual enough. I didn't even think that because I didn't care whether I was spiritual or not, but I was just like, I'm obviously doing it. I'm bad. It's wrong Mm -hmm. if I don't feel good or if I'm in discord with something that's happening in the world. I would try to spiritually steamroll away the bad, whatever it was. Um, Meditate it off, pray it off, smile it off. One of my favorites is to song and dance it off. Such a good Little razzle dazzle. Everything's so great here. Oh my gosh. So tiring. Then I learned there's this term called the spiritual bypass. <laughs> Acceptance doesn't mean feeling groovy all the time. It's being be- willing to be with what life is dishing out and being willing to be with how I feel about whatever's happening. You know, Ella's talking about that like discomfort or the judgment and then just being willing for me to be with it. And how do I accept that? And turns out it takes a lot of practice for me. <laughs> it's on. It's a ongoing. I guess that's why they call it a practice, right? This is a spiritual practice, is acceptance. And it is constantly shifting and evolving. As I shift and evolve, there's new ways for me to practice. And it turns out that this kind of the manic approach to acceptance that like that song and dance thing that I had going on was woven really, really deep. Like it's just been a learned behavior over time. So I've been doing all this work around these old emotional wounds that were this direct result of denial. Because I'm like, Mm. everything's fine. Stuff happens and I solve it and it's, it's fine. It's fine. We solved it. It's okay. And we just set it over here. We put it in a box <laughs> or we smush it down. <laughs> Cover it in sparkles. <laughs> put, it, yeah. put it in the sequin covered box inside my boa covered closet. <laughs> and can yeah. we just for our listeners define fine, which I was taught the F stands for effed up, <laughs> insecure, neurotic, and emotional. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm clearly fine. <laughs> God. For me, the opposite of like acceptance in the way that I had been practicing it, of just thinking that I had intellectually decided something was fine and I've accepted it, that was actually this form of denial for me because I wasn't actually being with whatever the experience was. I was kind of shoving it aside. My MO to life was like all caps, everything's fine. Like Lindsay said, fine. Uh, There is no problem here. Nothing to see. I solved it. I've put a bow. I'm going to give it to you now as my, I've resolved it. I thought that I accepted things. I was just like, I am so good at accepting life. (laughs) I'm amazing. (laughs) But really I was just steamrolling over them and it just takes practice because Earlier today, someone shared with us the concept, denial is shock absorber for the soul. Until my psyche is ready to 
accept things or to even look at things, denial can be this useful tool. We love you, Melody Beatty. Yeah. Wherever you are. MB. I've changed our lives. <laughs> it's really true. Cover you in sparkles. I'm kind of going in circles, but essentially what I'm trying to say with acceptance is that I get to do this ongoing practice that means just showing up and experiencing life how it looks today. There's some things that I didn't even know that I wasn't accepting. Mm -hmm. As I've had the opportunity over years to practice on smaller things, like smaller emotions and smaller experiences or just like life as it is, and my psyche and my nervous system kind of kept getting safer and safer, then it was like other things could come to the surface that I would now be able to accept and be with, but it was maybe the the time wasn't right yet. My thought is we can't always force ourselves to accept things if all the pieces aren't right. That doesn't mean that I have the right to act inappropriately in the world or to not make the efforts and try my best and do the footwork and use the spiritual tools that I have to try to accept things. And also I'm not in charge of the timeline for acceptance. My job is to just show up and try my best. When it's right, it will resolve. And I get to just trust that even if I sometimes don't care for the timeline. I wish we got to care for the timeline all the time. Um, I have some opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'd get to be in control, which is my ultimate desire. I see according to my clipboard (laughs) that I should have accepted this uh, last week. Side note, I have literally emailed the Gmail address, god at gmail.com with a list of complaints because it was a suggestion (laughs) I received. It's it's not receiving emails. Pending reply. Well, if, I, if, I get, uh, if I get something back, I'll wait. you guys Makes sense. I'm sure that God at Gmail Worth a try. is inundated God just with complaints and emails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Annie, thank you so much. I really like the idea of whatever we are attempting to learn more about or do whatever virtue we're trying to bring into our consciousness and into our life is a practice. You don't show up to practice knowing everything and having it perfect. It's the idea that I will show up and practice no matter what is what I strive for. About acceptance for myself is a little thing I'll tell you is that I'm a fighter by nature. Mm. It's good that I've gotten to know myself because I didn't know that. (laughs) And the truth is, is that I'd much rather I want to be a lover. Yeah. I was doing this fighting thing because I was protecting myself, it turns out. Mm. I thought it was the way. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was for a little bit. And now I'm really liking the idea of being more of a lover. Just a little insight about me. Surely it's going to make sense in here. Acceptance helps me with that. I've been so willing to fight with reality and I'm persistent. Refusal to accept and fight with reality and what already is. I'm fighting what's already here, attempting to refuse what's already been allowed. There were many times I was pretty sure this time, if I just fight hard and long enough, it would turn out the way I fantasized, the way I deeply and truly believed it should be. My way. There's one way, and it's my way, has been my old map of navigating this life. That map hasn't been so useful lately, and I'm a big believer that we can adapt and change our internal roadmaps of how we live this life. I heard somewhere, blazing new trails with old maps. It was a great description of my attempts at life, 
lifing that weren't (laughs) serving me as well as they could. I'd heard of acceptance and it sounded easy and fun for others, but I couldn't grasp the concept. Acceptance. Accept all this? I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) And that was the part that would fool me. I thought acceptance meant I had to like it or accept it and that there wasn't room for my disdain, my discomfort, my dislike of the situation. A few years ago, Annie really helped me with acceptance as I was lamenting something I just couldn't accept. Of course, I can't remember what it is now. (laughs) But it was completely unacceptable. Believe me. (laughs) Annie said this, I like to use the word acknowledge. This was such a gentle word to help usher me into the state of the acceptance of what is right here, right now, and that includes my disgust, my aversion, and my utter repulsion as well. It's interesting that acceptance is a topic, but I also find it as a solid tool. Any time of any day, my preferences, my judgments, my beliefs are putting on their boxing gloves, getting ready to spar with reality. <laughs> and that's it's that moment where I feel constriction in my body. I hear myself saying, oh no, not that one. <laughs> oh, no, it should look like this. Oh, not that. In fact, I would say that 70% of reality I'm willing and ready to fight with. (laughs) As my mind revs up, I hear the usual script and resounding guttural no. I remember that I could acknowledge this is happening. These are the feelings I have about what's happening. All of this and this too and this too. Acceptance for me is all about now and nothing to do with the future. What is here now, what is happening, and the wisdom to feel what is true with this reality rather than avoiding by denying or arguing the truth. Acknowledgement of what is happening and my feelings that are along for the ride. What a party. Party. Now, for our party favors, let's get right into the tools, because I'm already feeling like this is a tall order. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How? (laughs) Ella? So there's this paradigm for spiritual healing that I really, really love, and it goes like this. Awareness, acceptance, action. And for me, acceptance, like Annie and Lindsay were talking about, it's not something that occurs in a vacuum. It's not something that I can arrange or be in charge of or manage its timeline. What I really appreciate about the awareness, acceptance, action paradigm is that it lines up with these three uh, bodhisattvas uh, in Buddhist thought. Uh, Bodhisattvas are spiritual beings who embody and exemplify spiritual principles, and they're archetypes that apply. They can be found in all different traditions and religions, but um, the one I'm familiar with is Buddhism, so this is what I'm going to talk about. Um, Awareness. It's the Bodhisattva Manjushri, who's pictured with this massive sword that cuts through delusion. And he represents with like direct wisdom and insight into the nature of reality. So how I would apply that to my physical, emotional suffering in its just like barest, sim- most simple form, it's just, ow, the, the awareness is, ow, this hurts. And if I'm struggling with awareness, a question that really helps me is where does it hurt? 
And for me, that that awareness is a really, really necessary start to this cycle of acceptance. But wisdom by itself can't heal suffering. And in fact, my experience has been that just having awareness actually feels worse because all of a sudden I'm aware of what's happening and I'm watching it happen, but I feel powerless to do anything about it. It's just like, ow. And so then acceptance, which is Avalokiteshvara, uh, also called Guanyin or Kuanyin in China and Japan, This bodhisattva starts out as a male and her gender changes when she gets brought into China and Japan and she becomes this mother of mercy and compassion. And she's this archetypal just love and compassion that helps me wake up that capacity for love inside my own heart. So when I look at applying acceptance and love what I've been saying to myself in these like really extreme, unbearable moments of physical discomfort, I've just been saying, I've got ya. I've got ya. And oh man, I'm surprised actually surprised this is the first time I'm like starting to break down because it's been a really emotional and hard couple of days. But um those words are so comforting to me. And it's not I might really hate how it feels. And even at the deepest part of my being, even though I hate what's going on, and like Lindsay was saying, I'm disgusted or aversive or indignant or self-pitying or whatever it is, there's still this container of love that's saying, I've got you. I've got you, and I'm going to take care of you. And then, so... The last part of this movement is action, and this is embodied by Samantabhadra, who's the bodhisattva who represents spiritual activity or meditative practice. And when I'm able to touch down into that deep well of loving and compassionate acceptance, then I have this freedom to practice love and spiritual principles inwardly as I apply to my inner life and experience and outwardly. And an action can be something as simple as like putting my hand on my heart and whispering affirmations. It can be something that's focused outward as this fierce loving compassion for other people who are suffering, whether it's with you know, a chronic illness or a physical illness, which is really easy for me to identify with, or something that's really different from what I've experienced. And I can use this paradigm to meet and address many layers of suffering at once, but I can also apply it as this more targeted uh, solution to the subtle layers of suffering, like the second arrow of judging my experience and the third arrow of judging that I'm judging my experience. All of that, it responds really well to this this treatment this model of awareness acceptance action and it can it's something i notice in this like macrocosmic way over periods of like months and years and it's also a a thing that can happen internally 
in like a matter of seconds. When I am coming into awareness that I've been beating myself up for being sick or having pain or whatever, having those thoughts of I should be handling it better or I'll never feel okay, I can't participate in life, I don't get to be angry, which are all these other arrows I'm directing at myself, awareness is coming from my head into my body. It's that kind of pause of realizing that I'm separating myself. And what I'm doing with my brain is actually creating distance from my lived experience and making it even harder to take care of myself. So it's it's like, ow, I'm ow, that hurts again. And usually this is accompanied by tears. <laughs> And then acceptance means I slow down long enough to actually touch into the pain and discomfort that's here right now, like Lindsay was saying. How can I be kind with this? How can I not try to run away, but just, I've got you. Then action means I'm rooting myself firmly in a practice of love or healing or insight with the intention that I don't have to stay caught in blame or aversion or victimhood and hurt myself more. That was long and emotional. Thank you so much, Ella, for sharing so generously. <laughs> it helps us so much. We love you, Ella. That's sweet. We use the word generously and not like <laughs> ranty. <laughs> Self judgment. Thank you. Mm. Annie, are you ready to share some tools with us? I accept. <laughs> Thank you, Ella. I relate so much to not accepting my own experience and that being the crux of the problem. I find it's often fairly easy with the help of some spiritual tools like inventory and prayer and meditation to accept outside factors like people and politics and relationships, but it's my own internal inadequacies or what I see as a problem that I find just intolerable. Caring for my own experience is a crucial part of the tool for me for acceptance. And I can't just force myself to say, you're going to care for your experience. And then I do. (laughs) I mean, I've tried that. It doesn't work. It's a good strategy. Got to try it. I've tried it. I I will force this to work. And for me, having professional help, especially around some of these bigger things, has been very important for learning how to accept things that I didn't know how to navigate or walk through on my own. Big fan of professional help. And along, like in tandem with that, has been learning to tolerate an experience via meditation. So all those kind of go hand in hand for me as a tool of like, Professional help has been really helpful, especially, like I said, for some of these deeper injuries. But then having the patience to care for my own experience and saying, oh, wow, that did actually hurt you. That was actually really hard. Instead of saying, you're fine. Why is this a problem for you? Your life's great. You have nothing to complain about. Get over it. It's kind of the the thought. And so just having some shift to saying, Oh, it's okay. It's okay that that was really hard for you, and this is your experience. And having disdain for your experience doesn't make it go away. It actually just makes it worse. And how I can create the tolerance to have that experience and to let the emotions go through me has really been with meditation, because 
being in meditation is a space where I learned to just sit with what has come up. So last week I was talking about how at the beginning of a meditation, I was saying a prayer going into it. And I had to say it like 12 times in a row before I could get through the whole thing because my brain was just all over the place. So it's like meditation is a place where I get to practice just sitting there with whatever's coming up. And if I can learn to tolerate whether it's just for one minute at a time, feeling really sad or feeling really angry with myself or feeling really confused about a situation or however it is, then I all of a sudden a minute's gone by and I'm alive. <laughs> the world didn't blow up. I didn't implode. So it just shows me that like I can sit with whatever emotion or situation is going on and I can make it through. Whereas historically, I got really, really creative with ways to check out <laughs> and like renounce accept- acceptance. I renounce the throne. I'm like alcohol, food, all sorts of strange solutions where I'm like, no, no, thank you. Alexander Skarsgård, <laughs> personal favorite. For me, medica- meditation. <laughs> Benzos, preferably. <laughs> spiritual solution. Uh, these are spiritual jokes. <laughs> we're, we think we're really funny. <laughs> meditation is the key that opens that lock of acceptance for me and the parts that come together are caring for my experience and I need to learn to tolerate caring for my experience. I have to sit there and say, it's okay, it's okay. Like Ella was saying, sometimes I just have to say, it's okay. And I was taught to also use somatic tools to tolerate things. While I feel overwhelmed and frustrated of tolerating being unhappy or whatever it is, I can squeeze a pillow. And it's like that release, it's actually really helpful. And that was something I also scoffed at. Squeezing a pillow doesn't help. It helps me, you know? So if I sit there and I just feel so overwhelmed and flustered, I can redirect some of that energy out into something else. It's just like let it out of my body a little bit. As I learned to slowly sit minute by minute and be in my experience, I found I could tolerate a lot more than I imagined. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to check out with my phone. I didn't need to check out with um, brownie batter. Like I could just be right there and, and I was okay. And the more experience I had tolerating, the more I was like, oh, I, this is what acceptance is. It's just being right here. And like Lindsay was saying, I don't have to like it and I don't have to approve of it. I don't have to approve of the fact that I'm sad. <laughs> I could just be sad. That's my tool. Annie, thank you so much. That was amazing. I was sitting here thinking about what Ella said and the distance that we create with ourselves and how the judgments and all the ways that we have the, you know, I'm bad, I'm wrong, the arrows that come with that just create more distance. And it's this non-acceptance that... I'm I'm trying to in this fighting with reality I'm trying to protect myself when all it does is take me further away from what is here. Acceptance is the tool for me, which is really interesting to think about. That's what can close this distance that I've created for myself and what is happening here. So how to get to acceptance? The ways that I do that is I get to know my characters, the char- the consistent characters that come along with unacceptability. Recognize when I believe reality is unacceptable. Ask myself, can I accept X, Y, Z, whatever it is, can I accept 
I was like, am I really going to use my mother again? I guess I am. Can I accept my mother exactly as the way she is? And I remember when I was learning about acceptance, I was like, no. No, I cannot. If no, then list all the reasons and make space for all that is here. Acceptance truly is the tool. It's hard for me to just land at acceptance. It takes a lot of practice to relax around my feelings of hate and denial of reality. Disgust and aversion, aversion being a strong dislike, are the two consistent characters that show up when I want to fight with reality. This piece of identifying the characters that come along with non-acceptance that want to challenge my peace of mind is an intimate look inside myself. I've had to go many rounds to get to know these characters that are now part of my index for when acceptance can and needs to be applied. If acceptance is too much to consider, I land on acknowledgement of what is here. Then I label all that is here. And I say, this too, this too, and this too. All of these things I'm having a hard time accepting or acknowledging, labeling them, and encouraging myself to relax into what is to put down the fight. Sometimes I ask the question, Like I said, can I accept my fill in the blank just as it is right now? Oftentimes it is no, and I will start explaining all the reasons why, and then I allow all the reasons for non-acceptance to be here also. In this light, I am making space for it all, to be here and for me to acknowledge and hopefully slowly over time, possibly relax into what is and at least rest in truth. Amazing. Holy moly. Those are some really great tools. Wow. How amazing that maybe we could close the distance. I was thinking when you were talking about that of this uh, quote that Tara Brock has said many times in her talks, which is, I'm sorry, I don't remember who she attributes it to, but the mind creates the divide and the heart crosses it. I'm just like, it always makes me want to cry. So beautiful. Thank you all so much. What are we going to talk about next week? Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you asked because I'm going to surprise you guys by (laughs) letting you know that we're going to talk about living in the moment. Ooh. Being present. What the heck does that mean? How could one? It's all connected. It's all connected. Oh, my God. It is. Can't wait to find out more next week. Me yeah. too. I'm not sure what it's what dance. No one knows anything. The future's uncertain. It's not the moment yet. Oh, oh that must that's why. And if anyone has things they want to share about living in the moment, they can email us or any comments about acceptance. Please email us. We, we really just really hear. love getting emails. We're pretty spiritual at gmail.com. Pretty spiritual podcast, excuse me podcast has to be there and you can find us also on instagram same name at pretty spiritual podcast you can go and visit our website we'd love for you to go there you know it's triple dub dot pretty spiritual podcast.com go ahead and come on over there bomb.com bomb.com baby can't wait to see you bye, bye. we love you